Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 2, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, tonight is the night. I don't want to say tonight's really the first night of college football because we had Saturday last week. We had Caleb Williams and Sam Hartman. But, you know, on a Saturday, middle of the summer, now tonight feels like, hey, we got a lot of college football. We got a couple of big games going on, except half the country not getting to see the big game, which is Florida and Utah. Uh, right now, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You've been saying this all last hour because you don't need to see it because Utah has been in control of this game from the beginning, although Florida did just get a touchdown. Graham Mertz threw a touchdown, uh, two-point conversion, make it 24-11, but it's still a 13-point lead by Utah with about four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Just a little bit about this game before we get to the whole controversy happening is that, you know, I know Billy Napier is just going to get killed, uh, you know, for this game, and Florida's going to get killed. Look where they are now. They still they stink they're all of this uh time out for a second 
Florida hasn't been a year-in, year-out college football power in 15 years, right? You're going back to the end of the Urban Meyer era to say, hey, this is a national championship-type team that every year can go 11-1 or 10-2 and and play in the CFP or play for the national champs, right? That's the last time Florida was really that kind of team. Doesn't mean they haven't had great years since they have. They even had a big year under Dan Mullen, who is diagramming uh, how Florida is not doing well uh, at halftime of the game tonight, which is like, me watching Adam Gase say, this is what Aaron Rodgers is not doing for the Jets. So I, I, I get that, you know, Florida, oh, what's going on, what's going on? But this is not like a dip in recruiting. All right, this is not, hey, we've had a couple of down years. This is not Florida football anymore. This is not the Florida football that, that you – the same thing we'll talk about in Nebraska coming up. This is not the Florida football that you and I grew up with that was Heisman trophies and all kinds of offense and legendary games in the swamp and every year and Steve Spurrier and Danny Werfel and Terry Dean and Heisman trophies. This is not that same team. This is not Tim Tebow and Chris Leak. This is not those teams. Not Chris Doring. This is not those teams. Florida has been, and every couple of years, they're still pretty good, which is nice, right? But they're not an every-year power. Meanwhile, Utah... um, Utah's pretty good. They've won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. They're going for an unprecedented third Pac-12 championship in a row. Really a Pac-2 championship. But they're going for their third (laughs) straight Pac-12 championship. Utah is pretty good. Kyle Whittingham's a pretty good coach. This is a pretty good team, and they've been pretty good for a while. They should be winning this game. They're winning this game. There's two minutes left, and they're winning. Uh, I think we're asking the wrong questions here. But, you know, teams, you, you expect teams, even after 15 years of not being great, Great year in the year. So, oh, no, no, we still got to get back to those salad days. Those days are gone, man. This is not two or three years. No, those days are gone. If you get them back, great. But you can't expect them to come back just because we're Florida. We'll get the recruitment. No, no, you had that time. 15 years ain't a blip on that uh, college football radar screen. Well, it's like you and I ha- had been discussing a long time when everybody was calling for Jim Harbaugh's head at Michigan. You got to recognize what you are and what you've been. Doesn't mean you didn't have some big flashy seasons, right? Titles in the in the rearview mirror, but you were not a team that was winning nine, ten games a year. That was just not who you were. Huge brand, huge alumni base, all of that thing. Yes, absolutely, but not a consistent winner. For Florida, it's it's now flipped. Now, this is obviously a spot you go and, and you schedule one of the big boys right off the jump. Nah, you know, it's why we've always had directional schools uh, in the mix in those first couple of weeks. Figure out what you are. Figure out what you do well and then start playing against some of these heavyweights. And that doesn't mean that Utah didn't make it interesting. It's almost like they were in cahoots saying, hey, you really wish you had that carriage rights now, don't you? <laughs> uh, but we'll get that in a minute. Um, but, like, for all of these these teams, and, you know, Nebraska, part of that as well, of you, you remember the history. We, we joked about it yesterday with Tom Osborne and those teams of all those years ago. You talk about Urban Meyer and that – fluff piece they did that whatever you can't really call that a documentary can you uh if you're gonna leave out a, a lot of the stuff that was going on around there no you didn't we're gonna leave uh, out all the bad stuff how long's the documentary it is eight minutes it's you winning the national championship winning it again you right. hug tebow they build the statue and we roll credits why what is, is there, all the bad why stuff is in? there a spot where the tight end would normally we can't talk about him you what know, do we put all the bad stuff in then we need six nights at three hours a night, we put the bad stuff in. 
Yeah, that's it. It's a fluff piece saying, hey, get them back on the sideline. But that's for a story for another time. But, again, those were the, the big days, the Heisman runs, the race towards national titles, cyclicality and the changing landscape of college football. But you know what? Here on this Thursday night, on this particular Thursday night, we celebrate it all. We celebrate their space on our televisions. You know why? Because you and I can actually watch these games and comment and boo and scream at the officials for missed calls live and in living color, not clicking the refresh button because, well, we don't have carriage. Well, see, that's the big thing you said. You and I can see these games. Yes. Every other person is not getting to see the big game of the night, right? Is not getting to see Utah and Florida. Not getting to see it. Why? And this is this is like gamesmanship to the nth degree. At kickoff tonight of Florida and Utah, which is the big, you know, this the, tonight's the big I, like I said, Saturday feels like it felt like an extra day, zero week of college football. The game in Dublin, but did it really feel like a game was more, hey, here's the pageantry wow, and college football is back. You know, USC was playing, you knew they were gonna roll over. So it was hard to look at that and say, Hey, all right, this is this is just, you know, hey, college football is back. Tonight well, is wedding hey, you your got appetite. Games. Right. Got you, it got you into some of your pregame rhythms and yeah. uh, maybe got you out of a couple of to-do list things on the weekend because you had football to pay attention to. I got to watch about that game in Dublin. Really? Who's playing? I don't know, but it's in Dublin, so I have to watch it. There's nothing I can do. I also need to go buy some Smittix yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some Guinness. Let's get it on. <laughs> uh, but right before kickoff, Utah and Florida tonight. Again, less than two minutes left to go. Utah has the football. They are going to be kneeling on it. They're going to beat Florida 24-11. Just at kickoff, Spectrum, the second largest cable carrier in the United States behind Comcast. They've been at war with Disney about their programming and pricing and tiers. And look, every day you can get on the Internet and find a big topic about, oh, cable prices and streaming and cutting the cord. It's, it's everywhere, right? Every, you've heard, this is like five years about, five, ten years about cutting the cord. We're cutting the cord. Yes, yes, I understand. But this carriage dispute between Disney and Spectrum got to the point where Spectrum says, we're drawing a line in the sand. And right, and right at kickoff for Utah, Florida, if you had Spectrum, like I do, big uh, notice comes up on your TV due to the uh, inability for us to come to an agreement with ESPN, with, with uh, Disney. Uh, we're not going to be getting this, te- this channel. And they go into a whole big description of how we feel in, this, in the world right now that our asks shouldn't be too much. And like they have this whole big plan, oh, yeah. this whole big scroll on the screen. We want to know. I want people to know exactly what we're thinking, why, why we decided to uh, we feel draw the line in the sand it. here. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we, yeah, we, we don't care about you. Because if you cared about me, the viewer, you wouldn't do this, right? And this, this is the other part. We talked about this last hour. That So Spectrum is not carrying the game, and there's so many people that are upset. YouTube TV is trending because this is where people are going to go because th- this is not – Spectrum, you're not going to win. No one is going to throw their arms around a cable company. They're going to throw their arms around who's giving me content that I want. Disney is, whether it's the TV shows, whether it's live sports, because not having ESPN if I'm a sports fan is a really big deal. So Spectrum is sitting here saying, we're making the decision to do this right before a game begins. If you cared about me, the viewer, you wouldn't do it. You would not do it. What you would do instead is you would do something like, we're going to have a scroll on the bottom of the screen for the entire game. There's a big dispute going on. This is the last game you're going to see or something. We're going to have this up here while we're trying to get this deal. Something where you make it look like, hey, 
we're trying to figure this out. Because what I look at now is they've just decided to make me mad and make me mad at Disney. Like, that's what they've wanted to do. Not to try to solve this, but they said, okay, we can't do this. So now, haha, we're going to drop your programming just when people want to see it. And Disney's going to say, so what you're going to do then is force people to find other ways to get our programming. Great. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Because that's what people are going to do. They're going to find their ways to get this. They're going to go and, and uh, get, get ESPN and bundle it with, with Hulu and, and, and whatever the, the third one is. It's ESPN Plus and, 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 and Hulu and something else and, or Amazon, I think it is. Or they're going to go to YouTube TV. They're going to find something. They're going to find some way to get that because that's what people want. People want the programming. They don't care about the cable company. They're going to have loyalty to the cable company going, oh, I got to have respect. No. What they're going to do then is say, we're not going to have cable anymore. And all you're going to do is lose subscribers. You're going to lose subscribers. People are going to go more a la carte, and it's just more of the leeching away from cable. This is a decision that Spectre made that I don't understand because, number one, all it does is piss off people because I'm not mad at Disney. I'm mad at Spectrum because who made the decision to not carry the game? Spectrum did. Disney did not make this decision. I don't care whose fault it is. I just want the games on my TV. I don't think I'm different than anybody else in the country because we're dealing with a rapidly changing landscape on TV now where every day it's, where is this show? Where is this now? Is this on TV? Do I have this system? Do I have it? We're dealing with this every bleeping day. And when you force people to make a choice, they're going to go to where I, where can I get the content? They're not going to do it here. And I, and I, I mean, it. people are going to get mad at Spectrum. No one's going to say I'm keeping Spectrum. Screw ESPN. Screw Disney. I don't care about watching Harry Potter on Freeform. They're going to say, that's what I have to find a way to watch. That's what it's going to be. A spectrum, I mean, they overplayed their hand, and, and I, don't think they, I don't think they see this resulting the way they think it's going to. They think it's going to wind up being Disney saying, hey, okay, 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 let's cut a check, we'll do this, we'll do this, when in reality it's going to be the exact opposite. No, and that's the thing, right? Because the other options aren't cheap, right? I mean, I, I'm paying nearly double for YouTube TV what I, I did when it first was announced. And I probably watch a third of the channels that I did back then. Again, the if, for those that know me, uh, if there's Law & Order, I will find it. If there is uh, a Spider-Man movie, I will find it. If there's <laughs> Star Wars, I'll find it. Or The Matrix, for that matter. I mean, there are a few things and, you know, a couple of movies here and there that, that mix therein. But otherwise, it's live sports i want live sports i am not brand loyal to a cable company right because they sent me a sticker or for the first six months they gave me four dollars off or whatever the hell the deal was no i mean i'm I'm not sticking around and in the assess blame yes in a real business sense we can talk about the true value add for each of these channels to the average person's household well the problem is you and I and people that live and breathe sports, right? We got Patrick and Steve and Chris. You know, that, that's what we need to, to, you know, that's the lifeblood of what we do. Not just from a work perspective, but who we are. And then on the other spectrum, you got the other folks who really couldn't care less about any of this. <laughs> Yet you're trying to get eight bucks a head per month from every subscriber, and so it becomes this difficult proposition. And then we talk about switching costs. And for the, you know, for the cost of a cup of coffee each month, you too can do Well, that, that's kind of where we're at. And for some folks, it doesn't matter. Just give me my, make the deal, give me my sports. Otherwise, I got to leave and I got to go figure out where it is. It, that, that's really all it is. For Spectrum, for any of these companies, when you look at it, what's your value proposition 
How do you explain it to your subscribers that stay? How do you explain it to the board and to the shareholders that uh, need to see big results on a quarter-to-quarter basis uh, as there's a mass exodus? Because, you know, live sporting events where the dollars and cents continues to grow time and time again, the only place where that is, uh, you don't have what I need anymore. So I got to go get my fix somewhere else. And that's where we're going and why we see the conferences trying to make all their power plays and build these rights. Pac-12 had the right idea. They just executed it terribly, right? When it's all said and done, all, all of these different entities going back to Major League Baseball and streaming out of town, right? I'm a White Sox fan in Northern California. I want to be able to, to listen to Farmio back in the day or watch Hawk scream, you got to be kidding me. Um, you know, you, you found a way to get in my wallet there. And bit by bit, we've seen that keep going. Now it's more bundling, more specialization, and how do we just nickel and dime it uh, to get you what you need? And Let's face it, since most of it's done electronically and I'm not writing out a check like I might have done 20 years ago, it don't matter. That effort's gone, right? The switching cost effort is gone with three clicks of a mouse. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. I mean, this is, we're going to look back in five years, right? I, I, I really know this is how it's going to go. In five years, we're going to look back and go, man, remember when college football, it was so much easier to get it on TV. All the games were on. I could see all the big games. And instead now, if I want to see all the college football, I have to have the Big 12 package or I have to have the, the not the Pac-12. <laughs> I can have the Pac-1 package. Wow. I can have the ACC package just to get those games. I got to have the SEC package or I have, the, I have to have the Big 12 package. We're going to have at least three NBA rights. Same thing with Major League Baseball because all these rights are coming up in the next couple of years. But we're we're going to say, remember those days. Remember when, when it was so, for the longest time, it was so easy to get games, and we knew we were guaranteed to watch all these games. And because this is now, you, you see it changing. You see this ridiculous power play that Spectrum's pot trying to pull. It's all it does is piss people off and is going to push people to YouTube and do, do other things. And that's what's going to happen. And it's more, look, it's not just death of cable. This is, uh, this is just, you know, the, the landscape of sports television. We're not going to recognize it, man. We're getting, you think it's, oh, here, oh, it's, it's nice that Amazon has the one game a week. That's nice. And, oh, it's kind of fun and quirky. We can make fun, and Al Michaels doesn't like to get – yeah. You just wait until the next time NFL rights come, and Amazon has all the games on Sunday. And wait, you mean, wait, you mean Amazon is $150 a month? Yep. Got it for all you. But I only want it. Doesn't matter. Amazon's $150. You wait because that's where we're headed. And a night like tonight is another night that just hastens that development. Easy. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. We'll have more on the night in college football coming up, including I don't know, and I, I know I'm prisoner of the moment here because yep. I just saw it. I mean, but I'm I where with you. Know that I have seen a better toe tap in my life than what just happened in Nebraska and Minnesota where Minnesota ties the game at 10 apiece. I, re- I don't know that I've ever seen a more impressive toe tap in my life than that play. We'll talk about it. You'll hear it coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the cash back you earn. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. Seriously. See terms. Check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Right now, full drama. Gus Johnson doing Gus Johnson things right now. Nebraska. And he makes Nebraska. The arms are flailing. He's making Nebraska, Minnesota sound like Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, five seconds to go. Minnesota has called timeout. They'll be kicking a 49-yard field goal to win this game over Nebraska. It is a 10-10 game. Minnesota scoring a touchdown to tie it at 10. A fourth down pass that we're going to get to in a second in a big way. Trust me. And then Jeff Sims throws his third interception of the night. Minnesota drives down the field. They've had just enough to get into field goal range here on a fourth and two three seconds left for a field goal that could win this game now before we get to that with time on the field the touchdown that tied the game was a corner pattern in the end zone to daniel jackson this is a throw that is i i want to say it's it's not an easy throw, but it's not that difficult to throw because Jackson's pretty wide open, right? It's a 13-yard uh, touchdown. 
and the ball is overthrown more than it should be because he's got three steps on the DB. And he makes a catch. He makes a toe tap. And I get I am prisoner of the moment. But he makes a catch and a toe tap that may be the best toe tap I have ever seen in my life. It is so unbelievably impressive because what Jackson does is he catches the ball in midair with his right foot three feet over the out-of-bounds line. It's three feet past it. Like, it's three feet past it where, 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 where he catches the ball. There's no way he's coming down in bounds. And still, he catches the ball midair, again, three feet over out-of-bounds, and he drags, he gets his left foot down just enough for the catch. The referee is right on it. No, I don't know if the referee is right on it. He just got lucky. But no, the referee no, no, is that's... right on it. Signals a touchdown. And I said, oh, there's no way. That's good. They're going to look at that. That's not a touchdown. But I, I looked at it, and I, I could not believe it. Because I'm looking at his right leg going, it's so far over the, over the <laughs> leg. He's never coming down. And still, he is able, with all his momentum going that way, to, to be able to get your left leg all the way back. He's doing a split. He's doing like a yeah. forward-backward split. And he's able to get his foot down. That is so so unbelievably impressive. Again, I don't know if I've ever seen a better one. I, I really don't know if I've ever seen a better one than that. That was I've, I've seen I've seen the play like five times now. I have no idea how you can have that kind of body control. We say that all the time about wide receivers, body control, and X, Y, and Z, and everything else. And I look at that and I go, I, I I don't know, man. I don't know how you have that kind of body control and can make that play. It was absolutely insane. I mean it. Seen a lot of toe taps, right? Santonio Holmes toe tap for a touchdown to win the Super Bowl. That oh, was great, sure. right? Santonio Holmes does that. But when you when you're extended that far out over over the out of bounds line and you still are able to get your left foot down who man that is unbelievable Heisman Trophy forget about Sam Hartman who I told you is going to win it no 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 I'm voting for him for Heisman Trophy right now give me Jackson for the Heisman Trophy Sam Hartman last week's news give me Jackson for the Heisman Trophy well that's it man when you you make a play like that uh body control and, and that's why they're superhumans uh, not quite Spider-Man, but uh, doing doing Barishnikov stuff out there, out on the uh, the field uh, with with that catch. I, I got to give the referee credit, steely-eyed watching uh, the feet. You know, we saw this a couple of weeks ago. Patrick Mahomes, right, did a uh, thing where he was half his body was out of bounds, but hadn't touched one of those. Ah, he's probably going to get drilled into the ground at some point uh and then we'll have rule changes again related to quarterbacks but same kind of thing drifting it's like all right that foot's well out of bounds and somehow corrals the ball and you start seeing the turf flying up behind it's like wow the the trail of black uh I don't know, what do you call it, rabbit food, gerbil food, whatever starts rolling up. <laughs> the pellets are ready, man. Uh, and everybody's looking around going, "Did it, he really just did that. I mean, he really, really just was, did that. It was insane. If I, you know what it felt? I felt like I'm watching that, watching the Odell Beckham catch. Like, yeah, wow, he really, see that. he really got that. He really got that foot down. He really got that foot down. I, I really, I'm, I'm still stunned he was able to do that. I don't know how he did, I don't know how he did it. I really don't know how he did it. You know what he did, though? Mm. That was that's yeah. what you really call putting your giant oar in and rowing the damn boat. That's oh. what that's all about right there. And you know what? In the box score, not in the highlights, I think it's gonna look like one of the greatest touchdown drives of the quarterback's young yeah. life, man. Yeah. It's, 
Pinpoint I mean, precision in the corner of the end zone. That's all I, it's going to look at. Uh, look like in the box score and in print. But we see that video. My goodness, you want to talk about a wide receiver uh, get, instilling a lot of confidence going for the rest of the season. How much freer do you feel as a quarterback? you got a guy to make a play like that. Never mind that he'd already been roughed up and beaten up by defensive backs with no calls going, ah, that was kind of a Hail Mary. It's like, no, 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 he grabbed his head and twisted it before the ball. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Incomplete. No, no, no. It's the old, we talked about it the other day, the cheater's proof. There you go. He got his play. I uh, really I, I just I'm continuing to watch this play this replay it is it really is it's difficult to fathom I don't know I if there's there's physical see the thing is is that there's smart plays that players make that really frustrate you right that's all sure. when a player makes okay. a smart play so incredibly frustrating. oh why how does he how does he find the fifth receiver on that how does he have that much time how does Brady find his fifth target a guy that's not even a wide receiver he came out of the stands he's eating french fries he's not even wearing a uniform he just caught a touchdown pass. I mean, there's that kind of impressive, and there's when you can do stuff physically that just makes you go, oh, it, it's, it's superhuman. You look like something that's absolutely superhuman, and that's what Jackson looked like on that catch. It was unreal. Now, did that end happily for Minnesota? 10-10, they were driving down for a field goal that could potentially win the game? Let's find out in what's trending right now with special delivery. Steve DeSager, who had a lot of money on this game. He had the under, (laughs) and he had Nebraska, and he was getting three points. Steve, how did you do? (laughs) I'm just fine, thank you. Completely separate (laughs) from this game. On Fox TV, Minnesota kicks a 47-yard field goal on the final play to beat Nebraska 13-10. It was 3-0 Gophers at the half. Huskers doing Husker things late in the game. Nebraska (laughs) on its final two possessions. Fumble, which led to a touchdown, and an interception, which led to the field goal. But Matt Rule has it all figured out, Steve. (laughs) He's a genius. Uh, Yeah, well, they'll show up for the volleyball team. At least we know that. This is true. 14th ranked Utah beat up Florida 24-11. Utes defense with five sacks. It was 24-3. Utah early in the fourth quarter, and the Utes were missing their star quarterback tonight. Cam Rising still out after he tore an ACL last season in the Rose Bowl. And so tonight's starter on the first offensive play of the season through a 70-yard touchdown pass. Earlier on FS1, UCF beat Kent State 56-6. North Carolina State a winner at UConn 24-14. Arizona State has scored just before halftime to take a 21-7 lead on Southern Utah. It was 7-all in the second quarter. Victories tonight for UAB in Tulsa, for Missouri and Wake Forest. Wins for Western Michigan and Georgia State. Friday night on FS1, Michigan State will host Central Michigan. The Minnesota Vikings gave tight end TJ Hawkinson a four-year extension. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup is day-to-day after a setback with his strained hamstring. To Major League Baseball, still a home run problem for Lance Lynn. He was the Dodgers starting pitcher tonight. Braves up 7-1 in LA in the bottom of the fifth. You know, a lot of people thinking this is a playoff preview, and if they're going to give Lance Lynn starts in the postseason, I think this is a playoff preview. <laughs> he gave up three homers in four and a third. Seven He's done runs, that before all year, Steve. Seven hits. Yeah, exactly. If you were to guess what pitcher in Major League Baseball has given up the home runs, first off, if you guessed any White Sox pitcher, you'd probably be right. You know what, Steve? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Michael Kopech was not good in that category, or Lucas Giolito, 
but Lance Lynn, better than them all. I think it's up to 37 home 37? runs. 37? Shut up. <laughs> it's just in, in about 27 starts. So if you, if you have a ticket for a Lance Lynn game, it's just part of the price of admission. Atlanta is leading 7-1 in L.A. Wait, I think I think if I'm looking, I see the I see the uh, the back of the ticket. If Lance Lynn starts this game, the potential for many balls to be hit into the crowd is <laughs> yeah. great, especially in the bleachers. Please understand that if you get hit with a home run ball, the Dodgers are not responsible. Okay, but okay, so they have a big disclaimer on the yeah. tickets now. They for should Lance up Lynn the games, prices right? of those home run yeah. seats they put That's in the first true. two rows of the uh, by the outfield ball. Nice. We well, guarantee you one prices. home run ball a game. <laughs> you could actually. <laughs> Lance Lynn had an ERA of, what, six with the White Sox, but was 4-0 yeah. this month after the trade. The old Lance Lynn showed up, and Atlanta's just flat great. A win tonight would put them at 88-45. and 45. This is the start of a four-game series in L.A. Ronald Acuna had a grand slam, 30th homer of the year. Austin Riley is 32nd home run. The only other game going, the Giants got a lot of unearned runs early, and they lead at San Diego 7-0 in the bottom of the sixth. Three early errors for the Padres. Miami beat Washington 6-1 today. Detroit down the Yankees in 10 innings, 4-3. Julie Ertz officially retired from soccer. And at Basketball's World Cup, the U.S. plays Montenegro early Friday, then faces Lithuania on Sunday. After that, the quarterfinals. Today, Finland, with Lowry Marketing getting 34 points, beat Cape Verde and South Sudan won at the Philippines. U.S. playing its games in Manila. Back to you. Thanks a bunch, Steve. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, to, to get to this right here, Mike, because now we've got to spend a little bit of time talking about Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska was winning this game the entire way. They were in control. Minnesota was not able to threaten. But how many times have you seen it? A team can't do anything for the first 58 wow. minutes. But those last two minutes, they look and they turn into world beaters. You well, know, three turnovers will do it for you as well. well but also remember, remember Nebraska's uh, touchdown. The most improbable, unlikely touchdown you will ever see in your life. Uh, when you have a halfback pass that actually rolls on the ground and rolls back up to the quarterback who finds a wide receiver because of the brokenness of the play, standing with nobody within 20 yards of him. You'll never see that. You can't draw that up on the street, let alone in a major college program game. So the seven points, I put a giant asterisk on it. It still counts. But, you know, for any of the, hey, they they led whatever else, man, that, that was uh, that's about a horseshoe stuck as high as you can right there. I'll tell you this, for Nebraska, because we have to explain Nebraska football to millennials and Generation Z, because this, they were on national television tonight, and people are watching Nebraska. I don't understand Nebraska. I see people older than me, and they get this wistful look in their eyes when they hear Nebraska. I don't understand Nebraska football. Come on, this is Scott Frost. They were terrible. Didn't he ever play there? I, people don't understand. Like This is why I say they're sports Stonehenges, right? Because Stonehenge is this crazy group of rocks that have been there for thousands of years. Nobody knows why they're there, yet they seem to have some kind of fascination, even though no one understands why. That's things like Nebraska football. Why is there still this fascination with Nebraska football? Well, because Nebraska football, Indiana basketball, uh, you know, they're Stonehenges. They are the relics of a bygone era. And they have a and- lot of alumni. 
Yeah, and, very and, large and, alumni base, you know, so they don't forget. Fans don't understand, you know, don't because how much of a big deal and how great Nebraska used to be. That in the '80s and '90s and early 2000s, Nebraska was it. Oklahoma, Nebraska was always the biggest game of the year in college football because the winner of that game was always going to play in the national championship. It's not like well, some years Michigan, Ohio State is good. Some some years Alabama, Auburn. No, every year. Nebraska, Oklahoma. One of them was playing for the national championship. They had Heisman Trophy candidates. They had quarterbacks like Turner Gill and Steve Taylor and Eric Crouch and running backs who would be candidates for the Heisman Trophy every year, whether it's Mike Rozier or somebody else. This was Nebraska football, and they would put 50, 60, 70 points up every week. They didn't care. They would run a wishbone offense with three running backs. Tom Osborne, sen- Senator, House of Representatives, whatever it was. He, he, oh, you mean the guy coached? Yes, he coached Nebraska. And they were terrific, and they would score every Every week, and they would have two 200-yard runners every week, and they were so good for so long. And now Nebraska football just looks like Rutgers football. And it's been that <laughs> way for a while. And I know that that the whole Scott Frost era was, oh, maybe Scott Frost wasn't up to it and all that. Yeah, and I get it. But you watch Nebraska open up things tonight, you know, scoring 10 points against Nebraska yeah. when this used to be an offense that would sledgehammer people. And instead now people think, oh, that, that volleyball school, they have a football team too? Really? That, they, they had 92,000? people that game they have a football team nebraska plays i didn't know i thought they just played volleyball i didn't know they played football there too i mean it's it's a sports to, nebraska is such a relic of a bygone era in college football when nebraska was it when they controlled everything like i always rooted for nebraska when they played oklahoma i don't know why i just did i mean there's no, I mean, when i'm growing up and it's oklahoma nebraska it's always on a rainy field the day after thanksgiving or two days after thanksgiving and 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 the, the field is just so wet and there's there's rain everywhere and pitch outs get fumbled. That was always the biggest play of the game. If somebody fumbled, you turned it over. I mean, that was always the nadir of college football, Oklahoma, Nebraska. And Oklahoma has found a way to sustain it at least a little bit better. Uh, you know, they're not year in and year out great, but they're year in and year out. They're still really, really good. And they have a national championship in the past 20 years. But Nebraska football is just, what, why do they matter? I mean, people are watching them for the first and only time this year because it's the game on national TV because half the country didn't get Utah on Florida because of Spectrum. So they're watching this game and they go, wow, Nebraska. Okay. They were a big deal. Yes. Once upon a time, they were a big deal. Just like the Jedi would tell stories to the younglings of, oh, 10,000 years ago, the Jedi were very important. Let me tell you why. I'm going to sit here and tell stories to my daughter and her friends. They'll be out in the pool in the backyard, and I'm going to say, I want to tell you all about how important Nebraska football used to be. And they're going to go, what? Yes, yes. Let me sit and tell you about the 1987 Oklahoma-Nebraska game and what happened when when a young quarterback named Turner Gill decided to – I mean, that's how I'm going to talk about Nebraska because it feels like it's that long ago for them. Nicely done. Yeah, we're in midseason form because people are starting to do Zapruder film shots of uh, would-be touchdowns and would-be false starts and all of these things. So the officials, we did get Gus Johnson to call a game winner on one on night one for Fox. So, I mean, that's about as good as it gets. Uh, the agony and the ecstasy yesterday, 92,003 people uh, to watch volleyball and wins and straight sets. And now this, the futility. Ready? Here's your stat. Nebraska, the last five years, 26 one-score losses. 17 of those were second-half collapses. Mm. 17 losses in the last five years where they led at halftime. Meanwhile, P.J. Fleck, 41-4 and when leading at half. Mm. Uh, unbelievable. 
absolutely unbelievable. I, I this this is this is such a stun, and I feel bad because I love. No. I always because I, I used to love watching Nebraska just roll over people. Here is an eighty-yard touchdown run coming your way. Nope, there it goes. No, and I you feel, also used I, to like cable. It's very. That's, <laughs> Yes, I used to watch Hannah Montana. Now I don't anymore. Yes, I used to have Cable. I, I, you know cable, what? We recently the, revisited that. There's a lot of genius in that show. Cable, Nebraska football, you know, all the same. That's how it is. All the same. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen down the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. Coming up next, we stay with college football and some of the drama we saw tonight. There is one team that is never going to do anything again after what happened tonight. What is it? We'll tell you next right here. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Dynasty the king. king. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we have more college football on the way in a second, but hey, incredibly large baseball series going on right now. A huge four-game set. Huge four-game set. Huge. Braves and the Dodgers, and you've heard John Paul Morosi on the air with us, was in studio with us last night. So listen, if it's not the Braves and the Dodgers in the NLCS, then there's something wrong. And yes, absolutely, you're talking about the two most dominant teams in baseball, not just in the National League, in baseball. Right now, the Braves lead the Dodgers 8-4 to four as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. And really quick, I'm going to need Steve to say it really quick for one second because Lance Lynn started the game tonight mm-hmm. for the Dodgers, and uh, he's given up three home runs before coming out of the game in the fifth inning. Now, Steve, I got a question for you because yeah. I, I didn't get to see it. It's watching the college football. Uh, Mookie Betts hit a three-run homer to bring the Dodgers with an 8-4. Did Betts also homer off of Lance Lynn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, initially you think that would be impossible, but you don't know who you're dealing with here. Okay. A man I who's could... not only your teammate, but out of the game. Yeah, I'd say it's possible. Okay, just wanted, because I didn't know, I didn't see it, and I saw, well, all the home runs are flying, he must have hit it off of Lance Lynn as well. So, okay, <laughs> yeah, that made it 7-4 at the time, now 8-4 Atlanta, bottom of the sixth. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. Uh, So there we go. Uh, Braves-Dodgers, 8-4. Braves at the lead as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. What what baseball fans, we look at the the games, you watch watch this season, and now that we're getting into September, you're seeing the cream rise to the top. The teams we're talking about are the best teams in baseball. You know, look, we talk Braves, we talk Dodgers, and here come the Astros, and and the big race in the AL West is phenomenal, and look at the Orioles in the AL East. But I don't know that everybody understands just how much better Atlanta is than everybody else. I mean, you look at what Atlanta has done. Every single stat in the league, Atlanta leads. They lead everything. They have eight all-stars for a reason. They go one through eight in the order, and it's pick your poison. Everybody's hitting over 260. Right, and everyone, if you hit, if you hit 250, everybody. No. The Mets have lucky if they have one guy hitting over 260 in the lineup every night. And that's if Jeff McNeil somehow can stay above 260 <laughs> when he was a batting champion last year. The Braves hit eight guys who are hitting at least 260. Their starting pitchers, they're able to control every single game and pitch deep into every game and give you a near-quality start every single night. Yes, the Braves and the Dodgers are the top two teams in, in Major League Baseball, but the gap between the, the Dodgers and the Braves is huge. The Braves are going to go into any series as an overwhelming favorite. They have a plus 235 run differential over the rest of the league. Remember when Tampa Bay was at the top of the league? Hey, Tampa Bay's run differential is fantastic. Long time You're talking ago. about 
235. They've outscored their opponents by 235 runs. You look at other teams having big years. The Dodgers are great. They're at 170. All right, the, the Braves are outscoring their opposition by over 60 more runs than the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are hitting like gangbusters the last month and a half. It's really the Braves. And I'm not saying this to jinx the Braves or anything else. I'm gonna, I realize I'm going to have to watch a National League team not name the Mets, an NL East team that's not the Mets win the World Series almost every year now. Uh, and it really, it, it, it's, it's the Braves World Series to lose. I know that Houston is really good and they're the defending champs and they're playing really well, but it really is the Braves World Series to lose and everybody else is. They're good, but no one's at that level. No one is. Yeah, let me ask this question. Uh, are any of them dual sport athletes, you know, to where maybe they can cross over back into Florida and help the Gators? Oh, look, because Atlanta is close to Georgia. See Florida, what I did it there? It is close. It is close. Plenty it of time to there. talk about this series, the heroics of Mookie bleeping bets on his 250th <laughs> career home run. Acuna leaps, can't get it. No, such greatness, but, you know, waiting in the wings. You know, like he's a caged uh, big cat ready to talk is our guy. Oh, it really is. It's it's an, it's an unbelievable run for the Braves who have had a great – I don't want to say it's lucky, but what the Braves have done is they've found every young player coming up that looks like they're good, which means if you put together a season of being good as a rookie – Hey, we're going to strike first. How about a 10-year, $100 million contract, right? That's what they signed Ronald Acuna to. And they've done that with a lot of their stars. They've been very forward-thinking in that, hey, we'll pay these guys way before we have to. And, hey, you know, look, we're going to make money on them at the end. They're going to make money on us in the beginning, right? We can we can hold them down right now. To They can hold a guy like Acuna down to like $2 million a year for a while until he becomes a free agent. But instead, hey, we'll give you $10 million a year now. Okay. Now, at some point when Acuna gets to be 27 years old, he's going to go, yeah, no, I'm not coming. I'm not playing for $10 million anymore. I'm not doing it. No, no, we're going we're gonna to renegotiate this deal. But for right now, they've locked up all their young players, and they have a good two, three-year window that's just begun about a year and a half ago until they have to worry about other teams that are going to usurp them from the top of the list because they're all young, they're all really good, and they, they've made the right choices. They've had a great run of the right prospects be able to come up and dominate. Are, is every single player they signed a long-term deal uh, for less? money great no but are most of them yeah and when you have when you have great young players you're maximizing them for a good four or five year span this is what you get man as much as i say about the braves the braves the braves do things right and they're this dominant team now they have to deal with the fact that this should be the year they win the world if they don't win the world series this year something is wrong i'll take jp's statement and i'll amp it up by another if they don't win the world series this year then something's wrong we'll just have a bunch of pictures of bobby cox and Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin and John Smoltz to look at. Steve Avery. Don't forget Steve Avery with pitching games for well, reasons he's, passing he's, understanding. Yeah, sure. He's, he's a little lesser guy, you know, because he doesn't have the Hall of Fame resume uh, that the rest of them do. But look, it's the Braves and Dodgers and everybody else is trying to figure out some formula, including your guy. Uh, burning fun bucks like he's Leo DiCaprio off the side of a ship. <laughs> I like that, burning fun bucks. I am burning fun, fun bucks. Burning, burning fun bucks. <laughs> we'll call, uh, you, as a, we'll call yeah. you Vernon fun yeah. bucks. As Acuna tonight, speaking of Ronald Acuna, makes history. He is the first 30-60 player 
Again, I, this I get a little tired of. Every He's the first 24-54 guy. He's the first 25-57 guy. He is the first 30 home run, 60 stolen bases player doing that tonight with a grand slam that gave the Braves the four-run lead they have yet to relinquish here over the Dodgers. Look, this this uh, he, he's telling everybody, hey, uh, I, I saw that Mookie Betts is leading for uh, MVP. I see your Mookie Betts, and I raise you one me. Remember, I'm the guy you were talking about for the first four months. Now suddenly, everybody loves the Dodgers and Mookie and Freddie and the dance at second base. They hit a double, and everybody goes, okay, now remember, I was a guy the first three months. People couldn't stop talking about it. Not them, it was me. Well, sometimes you want to reclaim that, that top, you know? Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, what, what else do you want me to say? It's like, no, hey, you're right. hold my beer. No, you're it's like, divided. yeah, that's a great story. It's a great August. I've got the great season. Mm. Let me remind you, on a grand scale, when you pitch the home run serving Lance Lynn. Uh, <laughs> and he'd been great for a month, right? Because tonight there's going to be a lot of poison pens out, a yeah. lot of anger. The one thing the guy has done consistently, even as a member of the Dodgers, is he will give you a gopher ball or two. It's just a matter of are they solo shots or like tonight where Acuna hits a grand slam. Uh, now, elsewhere in baseball, as, as this game is going on, look, even if the Dodgers get swept, everything is fine. They're still got a 14-game lead in the NL West. Um, we saw a lot today, speaking of a team that goes just down the five and is hoping Shohei Otani does not know what's been going on the last couple of days and wants to stay, the Guardians grabbed just about everybody that the Angels put on waivers a couple of days ago. Uh, the Guardians treating today like it was their own trade deadline added three pitches to their staff to make a run in the AL Central. And the first thing I'm going to say is I love this by the Guardians. And TJ, clearly the Guardian Angels, they may need to be called now after these moves today. Um the Angels put six players on waivers on Tuesday, right, as they're waving the white flag. And we told you how horrible an optic this was. And if you're Shohei Otani, are you really going to stay with a team that traded two of your top three prospects for two guys you let go after a month? I get it didn't work out, but this is just an awful way to run a team. Makes you like, we really don't know what we're doing. Why do we give up two of our best three prospects for guys we're okay with saying goodbye to in a month? Why do we give up, like, our 15th and 16th best guys? No, what are we doing? All those players that, that went on waivers, hey, guess what? Just about all of them got claimed today. We watched Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, and Ronaldo Lopez all get claimed by the Guardians. Hunter Renfro went to the Reds. Dominic Leon went to the Mariners. So everybody they put out there, they've lost all of them, and the Guardians got three of them, uh, turning this into a, hey, I know there's no trade deadline, but we're only five games back in the Central. We just won two out of three with the Twins. We're, you know, It's not like the Twins are running away with the division. Yes, we're under five but hey we can be gutsy right here and I kind of like this move and I don't know if this is going to be something that happens in the future that teams are going to look at the end of August and go well if we don't want to pay these guys anymore we can put them out here and save money at the end of the year and maybe that acts as a pseudo you know late August deadline the waiver deadline that that, that we used to have so but I, I kind of dig this I mean it's still bad news for the Angels because now they had to watch all these guys that they thought were going to be parts of their team they're all gone now and Otani's not going to know half the guys in the clubhouse when he shows up and he's going to say I'm just punching the clock till I get out just punching the clock so nothing got better for the Angels today but for the Guardians and other teams who are saying hey the end of August now maybe there are players out there for us 
I kind of dig this. Well, opportunity knocks, right? You don't have the second trade deadline. You don't have any of that. But if you're going to have a team, and, and I wonder if you don't see more of this. All right, can we circumnavigate or do they get hammered anyway? All right, can you say, well, we successfully dodged the luxury tax. So, ha, 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 nanny, nanny, boo-boo, uh, to the fun and exciting world of Major League Baseball. Or do they say, no, 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 we know exactly what you did here. Right, because literally, it's it's a bit of mo- bit of money, right? It's only two million dollars uh, in terms of what their penalty would have been, but the idea that hey, we we only give up a fourth, uh, we we still get a second round if Otani leaves versus getting a fourth rounder. I mean, do, does Major League Baseball slap them on the wrist, going, all right, Artie Moreno, we saw what you did here, but because if they don't. And you set precedents like this? What's to say you don't have a couple of other teams going, you know, we're not re-signing that guy anyway. So all of a sudden it's the fantasy owner in week 12 going, out of hell with it, I'm out of it. Let's let's cause some chaos. You know, the guy that doesn't want to pay his dues because he's mad about some auto-pick function that, that got triggered during the draft. You know, I got knocked offline and then it picked three guys that I would have never picked in a million years. You know I hate those guys. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. But, yeah, if, if a team can go and do this, why not? Get a couple of players on the cheap that you think can help stretch you some innings or or maybe give you a viable at bat or two down the stretch. I mean, you know what your schedule is. There might be some matchups and series whereby those guys can become difference makers. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, coming up next, we dive right back into everything that happened with college football. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com, insider extraordinaire, joins us to break down the craziness of Spectrum Cable, Florida, Nebraska, and more. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike. Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.